Hi, this is Mind Focus Discipline. Welcome to Mind Fuel. I've got Chet, my co-host. Hey, Chet, how are you? Morning, morning. Doing great. We're on time today, so um, <laughs> we'll kick off straight away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stemming from uh, last week, we were talking about um, community. Like, how do you have a community of like-minded individuals, people who want to do the same thing uh, and you want to grow together. So the most important thing for most people is how do you get yourself in your community like that? I mean, what's your thoughts on that, Jen, for you? It's, at the moment, very difficult because we're talking about the 1%. We're not talking about the 99%. Most 99% of communities are searching for tangible assets and looking for um, a perfect life and the perfect destination and they possess probably a mastery of um, a certain skill set and their thought process would be very linear and we're completely the opposite and I don't know the destination and I'm just searching to be happy every day, feeling uncomfortable every day, doing this on a Thursday morning and feeling very much um, isolated at some sometimes whether they're doing the right thing. Wow, that's that's great. <laughs> that's that's a sobering thought, but I mean that's the reality. Most of us have been conditioned to think uh, the measure of life is what you own, is what you have, is the influence you have. But then we all know sometimes that you also see some people who've got the influence and all these sort of things that we've been told are good for us to have in the, in the society but then they're ultimately not happy and fulfilled right ain't that interesting so before we get deep into this we want to invite you the listener to be part of this conversation so we're gonna create a, uh we're gonna create a little a little survey a little feedback loop so you can send us messages if you get any questions anything that we might have skimmed over that you felt like you want to add into it just drop us a message or just write a little response comment on the section below then we'll get back to you all right so check we're gonna start this thing off i've got a few questions for you i mean about community i mean i wanted to know how do you create a community of like-minded people? We start from there. Okay, let's start with the first thing. What is a community? Oh, right. Okay, so communities are people with similar minds all going in a similar direction. So for example, yeah. there might be a community of people who enjoy Nando's. So everyone who says cheeky Nando's, cheeky. a lot of my nephews and nieces, they were a part of a community. So if one person says, let's go for a Nando's, it's very simple, five, six people say yes, we'll make it happen. Yeah. I'm the negative person who will be like, I don't really fancy that. You know, the food's phenomenal, but it's not a great a communal uh, restaurant because you're spending half the time getting your own plates, your own sauces, and standing in a queue getting some chicken. Yeah. So for me, it's not a great experience, but I feel isolated just because maybe I don't prefer Renandos all the time. And I prefer right. going to completely different restaurants, soon as a new restaurant in Leicester opens up, I am driven to go there to just check out the experience. Yeah, I mean, just to echo that, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly like that. I, I feel that trying the same things will always keep you in a, in a closed mind. You will never experience anything. You will never try Spanish food. You will never try Brazilian food. You will always compare everything to your norm. 
and there's so many things to experience especially even food wise and and that's the community like-minded people definitely but so like we've described community like-minded people there's a community in everywhere i mean there are brands brands themselves are communities apple we've got apple gang we've got samsung gang you know people they're so loyal to these brands but for you chat i mean from your own experience how do you get people uh, involved in, in in thinking of like their mind and their growth personally how do you get people to to come together and create that sort of ecosystem of thought you have to do so for me i engage with a lot of homeless charities like the bridge in leicester and uh, open hands as well on london road and that's by just doing and hopefully the people around me in my community who have not thought that um decide to say yeah we can give more at christmas for me this year we gave more than we received and i and it was the best christmas ever my kids really enjoyed it we gave almost 200 food parcels to the homeless we gave we served desserts just before christmas eve um at a homeless charity and the experience was very humbling for my kids my wife even my mother and hopefully that led other people to see and feel to say yes i felt a bit guilty buying that 50 pound turkey from mns <laughs> because it wasn't that great um nothing to knock mns there but that's where the triggers come from just other people seeing other people doing something and i want other people to do it and that's the question everyone can give everyone can uh give a phone call to an old friend and be connected again yeah you know um an old um business client that you're not sure about and you disconnected and he was your best friend and in your community you can connect again i don't know once you disconnected you can connect you just have to make the first move oh wow i like that i like that that's, that's amazing i'm just thinking about that right now taking it wow okay <laughs> deep Yeah, uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on to my other question is how do you you normally meet people right who they've worked so hard to create um something or work their their way on the social ladder or you know in the, in the in the workplace to maybe to be finally an MD or you know CFO of this company but then you realize that they've lost that joy so how basically what i'm trying to say is how do you keep people enjoying what they've created or how their their hard work because it's so easy to work so hard then you 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 can't actually enjoy the things that you worked hard for i think um talking to a lot of um people who have grown so for example i was born a working class boy in highfields in leicester early um five um but the question is I evolved into a middle class professional teacher but I still see myself as a working class lad um and I still connect with people at that level and I don't see myself as middle class whereas there's a lot of people in my community or in my circle perceive themselves to be middle class or upper class and where they live what they eat what they drink defines them and I think that's where the disconnection comes from for me I connect with all types of people. Yeah. Uh different income streams, different ethnicity groups, different areas, and that's what keeps me a very joyous person because I can connect 
with all sorts of people because you can and there's certain people who only eat in certain restaurants I, you know, I know them sort of people who who not have a cheeky Greg's vegan sausage roll outside Greg's because they're so refined and live in Oldby and they only shop at Waitrose you know but there's some great nuggets in all levels of society and I feel that I belong not to a certain area I believe I'm a human being on this planet and I can live wherever I want, eat whatever I want, drink whatever I want. You know, I say to my daughters, you know, you, you were born in England. That doesn't mean you have to live in England, you know, and that I see that, you know, the world is huge. You can be defined as whatever you want to define. Wow. And this Brexit situation of being a migrant, being foreign, what is that? You know, that's the confusion I'm getting, you know, and I'm 40 years old, born in England. And when I go abroad, it's the only time when they keep asking me, where are you really from? So when I say I'm from England, they still ask me the question, where am I really from? And that confuses the hell out of my kids. Yeah, wow. Wow. That, that, that is really funny, to be honest. But... <laughs> wow, wow, shit. The dropping bombs, mate. Um, got another question, actually. Because you've answered actually two questions in one go, so I'm just gonna skip up to um, to the other place where I wanted to ask you if if you were to give um, if you were to look back at yourself in your younger version of yourself, right? Maybe when you were 20 years old, if you could time if you could time travel, I'm sure you can time travel. That'd be great. I mean, Avengers do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in that scenario, if we could time travel and talk to you. To your 21 year old self i mean what would you say about about to yourself what 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 wisdom have you accumulated over the years about community about thinking less about yourself and thinking more about what i can give and other people what what could you instill in your 21 year old self if you could time travel um going back i would have been at university in leeds and we spent a lot of time partying drinking doing some crazy things as students do and on reflection I would have given more, spending more time in communities in Leeds, engaged with different types of activities, you know, I would have learned how to cook, I'm doing cookery lessons, I might have done pottery lessons, you know, I might have done, I was so interested in rowing in um, Yorkshire but I never did it, you know, there was a hockey club and I never did it and I look back and I think I should have engaged with them different types of sports. You know, I was fortunate I played squash and uh, badminton too, so I grew into them sports. There was one time I sat in a park watching old people play bowls and I always thought, what would it be like to <laughs> play bowls, you know? Yeah. And I look back and I think, yeah, I wish I just said, can I play? Just because, you know, you've got 60 old plus people playing, why can't I do that? So it's a question of having the guts just to say, yeah, why not give it a go? There's lots of communities out there that's right and i just feel i should have done more i'm now catching up wow wow amazing chat wow i mean that's so true because most of us we look back and we have that question i wish i did you know you never know unless you go it's simple can i play and as much if you see people playing football can you pass me the ball what are you guys doing that is a very key way of actually getting involved just ask. If you don't ask, you'll never know. So yes, so check. You're gonna fire up your questions that you've been 
that, that you've been working on. That's that. great. So, um, mind focus discipline. So, let's get straight into this. So, first one is we were born into communities. Like, we have to be educated, so primary schools, secondary schools, uh, even colleges and universities. But the question is why do we disconnect from these communities? Wow. I feel, I feel the main reason why um, there the, 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 the are many intervals of disconnect. So I think the, the disconnect starts from in primary school, you are, you are taught to come to school on time, you make sure you're neat, everything, you look good before you come into class, you check yourself, then you jump into secondary school, right? And that, there's been a shift because even the, even the teachers don't show that much compassion as they did when you were young. And now you've jumped into high school. They, they, they treat you differently. They expect you to be more self-reliant. And I think with every jump from, from primary to high school and ultimately college and university, there's a disconnect between the people who are teaching you. There's less compassion. And you yourself, you're expected to just assimilate that you are going to start taking responsibility and it's quite difficult if some people don't have role models on how to do that. But do we disconnect with the people which don't have similar mindsets? I feel, I think that's human nature, we, we tend to do that as we progress. But why? That should challenge us, I feel. Yeah, it, it should. It should challenge us. I mean, also depending on where you've grown up. Some people, um, they grow up in closed societies where they will never see uh, anyone from a different culture, anyone from a different race. Everyone pretty much wears the same stuff. Everyone wears, drives the same car. Everyone goes to the same place. They'll never meet someone who's like, ah, I, 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 I bring my own food. I don't buy food at Tesco. I don't buy food on my lunch. My wife has made my food. So I feel like sometimes it's a disconnect of sometimes you're so closed up and you're comfortable in that. Second question. So um, what is a communal mindset? So we talk about communities. What, what makes people connected? I, I can't feel being disconnected all my life. I'm 40, I've got more friends now than I did when I was a teenager. And not many people can say that because I feel that I want to grow and be connected. Yeah. So not many people in that situation. Usually when you're at school, you have lots of friends and as the older you get, your circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Yeah. I feel the opposite. Wow. Wow. Mm. So how do you get connected? Okay. Um, it's, it's, I think that has to be, it's, it has to be something that you say to yourself as a mindset. So you need to, to get yourself out there, be friendly, you know, be friendly, talk to as many people as you can and respect people for just, before you go on any level of what car they're driving, what work do they do, who, what do they do? Because I mean, our society is, is, is mainly driven by what people do. So before someone actually has a serious conversation with you, they'll tend to ask, oh, what do you do? So if someone says, I'm a cleaner, they've already, you've already made your judgment. Okay, he's a cleaner. So you've already started filling up these gaps in your mind without maybe knowing that guy, the guy saying I'm a cleaner, but actually owns this establishment. And that's what most people, you need to stop having these roadblocks and filters of prejudgment of people, then hopefully just engage in conversation and respect people for being human beings first. Great, great answer. Um, let's talk about focus. So why do we focus on what others think? 
uh, I, I think we focus on what others think because um, uh, because one we want to get validation for ourselves some people um, they want to feel better so some people um, they say they watch give you a very a very <laughs> not so good example but people watch shows where people have dysfunctional relationships like maybe Jeremy Kyle show or Maury or and and I've, I've asked someone I said why do you like this this show because personally I I disconnect I don't I don't I don't think it makes sense to me watching that but I asked someone and they, they told me they watched that because it makes them feel better about their relationship and I thought wow that's a very interesting answer but then so some people they want to feel better about themselves but then comparison you never measure up that's the that's the downside of comparison if you always compare yourself with someone else you never measure up you meet people who always trying to compare themselves or never felt good enough to their siblings and till the grave they have never felt like they measured up Comparison is a, is a two-edged sword. You never measure up, and it's, you always fall short. It's easy to compare with something one who's broken. It's easy, and that's where then a that's lot of people in the community do exactly. And I think what, when you compare yourself with a low standard, you yourself actually are in a low standard. So if so, if there's a high standard of where you're comparing yourself to, at least then you know, okay, you're you're, you're elevating yourself to a higher standard. So that's what I think. Why do people stop elevating their mindset? Because people only stay in a community and they will never look up because they'll be pressured by that community. Um, it's it's, it's um, being comfortable. The people, when they're comfortable, they, they don't like change. Give you an example. When people uh, like driving, like our mindset about cars and driving has shifted in the last, I would say in the last five years or so, that before driving was a necessity, like you have to, to drive to show yourself maybe approved, right? To show yourself you got a job, you, you drive, you know, outside, all that stuff, which is good. I mean, if you're working outside the city, you might need to drive if your community, if you're commuting, it's great. But then if you're working in the city, and actually your, your workplace is actually 20 minutes away or, or 10 minutes away, just walk. It's good for you. And our mindset is changing when it comes to sort of things like, like driving because now we realize, no, actually, for, we've been conditioned to think more, more is better, but actually sometimes it's okay to appreciate the simple things in life. And that's so true. Also, um talking about what others think yeah so why are we so yet again focus on what communities want from us and we want to be accepted by the community why is that so important acceptance i think acceptance when when you feel accepted you you get you feel like you're empowered to do something so most people uh, i mean if you look at a child it's like if they get in the room if they see that they can get they can't get everyone's attention guess what they'll, they'll jump off or hurt themselves to get that attention because it 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 gives a sense of belonging i mean as human beings we want to belong so that's why sometimes we seek that we seek that sort of thing and yeah that's my point of view on that one but 
for me, developing this light mindset, I've really thought that I don't want to be accepted. Yeah. I feel quite comfortable with not being accepted. You know, I'm pushing the boundaries in everything I do, and a lot of negative noise, a huge amount of negative noise has come my way because I'm not doing the norm. You know, yeah. Um, I just uh, was on a game show this week, yeah. and <laughs> yeah, it was just fun. And I don't know why I did it, but it was a great two days in Glasgow. Um, met some great people, um, and I, I don't know why I did it. But the question is, it pushed me out the comfort zone. But it's a question that I'm encouraging other people. Just apply. It's free. You know, it takes 20 minutes of your time, and you can apply to a game show and could if, if you do want to you could win a lot of money but my aim wasn't to win a lot of money it was just to go on a game show and have a laugh and see how it is and it was a great experience would I do it again yes the answer is yes would I encourage other people to do it yes, yes. so but the community within around me has had a negative viewpoint of uh, why did you go on it you could have embarrassed yourself and there's so much negative noise <laughs> I find that quite interesting so People don't want to see other people feel comfortable too. So how do you feel comfortable yeah. AJ, doing something where you know you're not being accepted? Mm. How do you stay strong? I think you have to you have to be actually focused. You have to be focused and disciplined. Those things need to come together. Focus and discipline is like it's like a sword. It filters through everything. Focus is like a magnifying glass. Discipline is like the wind in your sail. So if you got those two things, is your magnifying and what you know is actually right. Because most of people most people know what's right. But the question is, do they actually have the, 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 the discipline to actually do it? To know okay, it's right for me to try and help people. It's right for me to do this. But do you have the discipline enough to wake up early in the morning and, and you say I'm gonna work on myself? Or I'm gonna try and have my conversation with my with my parents that I haven't talked to in ten years. Are you gonna do those difficult things, or are you gonna just keep on procrastinating? And I think that's that's the, that's the that's the most critical things. Everyone has got a chance in life to to use a procrastination procrastination roadblock as a trampoline to jump to the next level. But most of the times we don't. We 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 just keep on procrastinating, and I think. That is a dangerous place to be. So, do you need to find a trampoline first? Because some people don't even have the trampoline. And I think everyone has got something they're procrastinating on. Everyone has. And I, it, it could be a phone call you know you're supposed to give. It could be an apology that you know you need to give to your sons, to your daughter, to even to your spouse. Everyone knows that that there's something that they have to do, but we procrastinate. So, I'll say first thing deal with the thing that you know you're supposed to do that procrastinating thing and tell me you will feel better if you do it okay so you sort of uh in my last question so <laughs> why are we not disciplined to stay connected you know we always disconnect from the old work friends or your old university friends why are we disconnected disconnected from this amazing community we previously had what made us happy mm -hmm. or not happy um, I was reading a summary of this book actually. Uh, it's, it's, it was written 12 ways, 12 ways in which phones are changing us, right? It's saying we seem to be seamlessly connected, but then we're so disconnected. It looks like everyone is on the phone, they're sharing, everyone is doing what they're supposed to be doing. What we're, told, what we're being told will make us 
better people in the 21st century, but then there's a massive disconnect. So my, 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 what I want to say is that when people, this disconnect actually comes from the fact that we are, we, we are actually covering the, the real situation, the real issues actually we need to just have, have simple conversations. Let's go back. Now, I'm not saying chat the phones away. It's, it's okay to actually disconnect from your smartphone and actually start thinking for yourself a little bit. And I just feel like those little, little disciplines we need to go back to. I mean, eating around the dinner table as a discipline. I mean, people, when, 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 when we say discipline, people immediately start thinking about something that's gruesome, hard work. But let me tell you, give, let me give you a, an easy discipline. If you've got a family, to say to yourself, we put our phones away when it's dinner time, just for 20 minutes. How's work? Get to talk to your kids. That's a simple discipline for, for people who are doing other things. Just put your phone away 20 minutes and just breathe. 20 minutes and just reflect on your day and what you want to do better. That's great. Thank you, Cage. So uh, we're going to wrap it up. So we're going to have to do our takeaways at the end. Yes. So KJ, what's your three takeaways from this whole concept regarding communities? Okay. Uh, my first takeaway is that you have to model the way from what you're telling me that sometimes you, if you don't do it, no one else will do it. So you have to model the way. Uh, second thing, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't listen to the negative chatter. Don't, um, don't start, start doubting yourself. And I think the third thing is uh, get people, uh, people you can talk to. You know, in a, in, a, in a multitude of advisors, you will never fail. So get people who will be honest, people who will tell you the truth, and people who will help you to grow. And uh, in, in growing, it might be, it doesn't, it's not linear. Maybe in my growing, you might have to do a course, or maybe you might have to read a book, or maybe you might have to work out. Growing is different on everyone, but then it will take a bit of effort on our part. So I'd say surround yourself with people who would facilitate that sort of uh, mindset. Thank you, KJ. So my three takeaways is, yeah, I want people to enjoy their lives. So it's very simple. So <laughs> I want three simple uh, takeaways. Number one, yeah. chuck all your loyalty cards away. Don't be loyal to anything. So shop, eat, drink, whatever you want. Don't be attached to any brands. That's it's quite a simple thing. Yeah? yeah, just enjoy what you want to eat. Don't, don't say I only drive a certain car or go to a certain fast food takeaway because I like it. Try everything. Try everything. Try. Yeah. Uh, number two, um, be connected to your old friends. Give it a go. You know that old friend you keep hesitating, say, oh, I'll give him a call tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, and he never happened. So be connected to these old connections that you had because the communities are there. That's We're just right. choosing to be disconnected. Your old school friend, your old college friend, your, your old next door neighbor, you know, get connected. Say you meet for a coffee, meet for a drink. It's quite simple. It's easier to be connected with the disconnected than to connect with someone, with new. someone new. Because now you have to get to know them. <laughs> Whereas you've already done the hard work before and you've just chosen to disconnect. And the third one would be divergent thinking. So what KJ's trying to expand on was Try and think differently. You can only connect with different types of communities 
through different types of activities. It might be different types of music or genre, you know, salsa class, tango class, cooking Caribbean food. It could be out of your comfort zone, yeah. but that's where the different communities will be, you know? So don't just go to the gym, maybe try a different type of gym, maybe aqua gym or whatever it is, or, or park, park run, you know the park uh, runs which at Vicky Park? I think that's a great way to just socialize. You know, even if you're not a runner, it's a good way to meet people. Um, going to goals and adding to a team what's always short of players, because usually on a Sunday, they're always short of players. You could just connect and play for football with other types of teams. They're the ways that you need to try and consider regarding disconnection and connection.